0: Welcome to Engineering Fields of Dreams podcast. We're here to share stories and professional experiences of engineers across disciplines and let you explore the amazing world of engineering. Each episode, you'll hear inspiring stories and advice from engineers, allowing you to learn from their successes and experiences. Whether you're an engineering student, a veteran engineer, or just curious about engineering, we invite you to join us and explore the amazing and ever-changing world of engineering. Welcome to
1: this episode, Constructing Happiness with our guest, Vance. Thank you for being here today. Vance, would you please introduce yourself?
2: Thank you for having me on. So my name is Vance Arnold. I'm from Tempe, Arizona, grew up in Phoenix area, went to U of A, graduated technically in the summer of 18. My major was civil engineering with an emphasis in construction management and a minor in business administration.
1: So why did you choose to become an engineer?
2: Yeah, so I think I have a pretty typical story for a lot of engineers. I was always good at math and science. I was always a critical thinker, a very good problem solver. So I knew I wanted to do something above and beyond your typical business major. So going into school, I kind of looked at the different curriculums and I was either going to go the medical route, which was physiology or engineering. When I was Initially enrolled in school, I was physiology, and my dad somewhat talked me out of that because he talked about med school and just that entire route and what I really wanted to do with my life, and he was also an engineer, so that had a little bit of impact, but I wouldn't say that really drove my decision. Again, that's kind of why I chose engineering. In sophomore year, I took all the typical math and science and enjoyed it a decent amount, but... It was really into junior and senior year when I started to enjoy it, taking the higher level drill classes and geotechnical classes where you really got to explore the major. Civil engineering specifically, this is kind of a funny story that I, when I decided engineering freshman year, you have a year or so to decide which actual engineering you wanna go into. And I knew from day one that I wanted nothing to do with coding python any sort of coding programming anything in that nature so that really narrowed my decision to civil no joke i spent about a week going through all the curriculums for the different engineering programs and seeing how many classes of each i would have to take in the coding realm so that alone kind of drove me to civil at the time i had no idea that civil engineers could go to the path in construction management, which is what I ultimately ended up going to, but really I had no idea. So sophomore year I made the decision and I always call it between the quote unquote design, which would be the engineering career in civil and the construction side. Um, I ultimately chose the construction side. I knew I've always liked to be around people. I'm a very good communicator. I always loved group projects. I love working in teams, leading teams. And kind of to go along with the whole coding thing, I'm really not good at sitting on a computer all day, whether it's designing or, you know, whatever the case may be. So kind of a handful of those led me to kind of veer off into the construction management world. But in my opinion, I'm now a project manager in construction, so I really get the best of both worlds. So I get to bring the technical side of construction to the boots on the ground side. I get to bring my experience of reading drawings and plans from architectural to civil to structural into the field. And really one day I'll be on a computer for most of the day and in meetings with high level owners. And then the next day I'll be out in the field with laborers and installers and electricians making sure that they know what they're doing if they need my assistance. So that's pretty much my story. And that's why I became an engineer. I will not be taking my PE. I will never be a certified engineer. I am very confident in my decision to go down the construction management route and I will be a construction project manager and move up that chain without really anything doing with engineering.
1: It sounds like you found the true balance though that will bring you happiness. So that's really great.
2: Yeah and I think just one final thought on that is, I think I'll touch on it later as well, but what engineering can do for a lot of people, the doors that it can open, it really expands their horizon on the entire world, and it's not just a laser focus on one type of work, so I think that's super important as well.
1: And I think that leads well into my next question, is, what is one thing that you wish you knew before graduation that you know now?
2: Yeah, so this is a kind of a big one, in my opinion, so I just wish I knew that nobody is perfect and everyone makes mistakes, so I know that sounds super cliche, but I kind of have put two parts to this, so the first one is the college level and then the second one is at the professional level so. College level, you know you fail a test you forget a homework assignment you miss a quiz none of these are the end of the world none of these are a deal breaker you're going to get through life you're going to graduate you're going to get your job i can remember in college getting a 35 percent on a test or failing a quiz and you just start spiraling and you think that why am i an engineer why am i in this school and you start having negative thoughts but it will not ruin your career it's really hard because you do feel that everything has to be perfect you know you're in an engineering major you're with the smartest people at the school And you're seeing people succeed here and there and sometimes it can be extremely discouraging, but I think that's one of the biggest learning parts of college, you know it's not really how you succeed, but it's how you fail and then learn from your failures and then succeed. So that's really what the engineering major is set up to do It's Can you survive these four years of extremely long hours very hard classes. And can you succeed? and can you pass? And that's really what it's all about. And the next one is professional. Again, for any college students that are listening, this one may be hard to think about because you're so in the zone in college, but professional, people make mistakes all the time. In my industry, specifically construction, one mistake can be costly. When you're providing a budget to an owner, if you miss something that's six or seven hundred thousand dollars, That's a pretty big mistake and it's how you learn from that and how you move on with your career and I can tell you that all my VPs and directors that I work for. can probably name seven to 10 major mistakes that they've made in their career that altered the trajectory of a project or a relationship with the client but. If they never made those mistakes, they wouldn't know for the next time. I mean, your career is 40 years long, 50 years long. It's, you're not going to be perfect. You're going to mess up. And that was something that was really hard for me to learn at first. But once you accept that, you don't have to tread so lightly in your career. You can go out there and have a say, voice your opinion, and actually be able to stand by what you think. And man, that has boosted my confidence so much over the past three or four years that It's noticeable and yes, I've messed up and I've missed things, or I've said something that I shouldn't have in a meeting. The case may be, it's how you learn from it and you need to not be scared to fail is the moral of the story there.
1: Yeah, I agree 100% in learning from our failures. And I think actually we grow more from our failures than when things actually go right. And it it helps us more down the road in our careers. Totally. So I know you're at the beginning era of your career but has there been a professional situation that was really challenging and going from the question before with failures what did you learn from it
2: Yeah totally so this one I had to kind of think about because I mean again I've only been in the workforce for 5 years but I've had a lot of challenges and everyone will but one is pretty specific to my job but i just thought i would share anyway so i was on a my previous job an active construction site for about five or six months into construction of a two and a half year duration i was there for maybe about 25 percent of the actual time and i was running the job i was lead project manager on the job it's a 75 million dollar project very high stake high level project and at the beginning of 2022 my managers came to me and said hey Vance we're going to be pulling you off this job we have another job of similar size and magnitude starting we need you to run and at the time I helped with a little bit of the pre-construction work for that job but I was so upset that I had to leave my current job I mean I had a great team the job was great and for the first three or four months, I was honestly pissed. And this was the middle of Covid. So I went from being on an active construction site, which I love. you know the camaraderie, being with a team is it's extremely fun, honestly. Going from that to working in the office for the next year, I was pretty bitter about that. And I'm super open with my coworkers, and I told my manager. I said, "Hey, I'm pretty upset about this." And the reason I was so upset is the job that they moved me to then got delayed about a year and a half, which we're actually gearing up to start right now. But my managers didn't know that at the time that it was going to get delayed. Obviously, the way that I was thinking was, how did they not predict that this would happen, which is totally the wrong mentality that I had. It's they tried to set me up for success. They are setting me up for success. And what I've done in the past year and a half, as far as managing other jobs and diversifying my job portfolio. I've worked with new teams. I've gotten out of my comfort zone, whereas I would have been semi-comfortable at my previous job for the last year and a half. I've really been able to grow and the grass isn't always green on the other side, but it's how green can you make it is something that I've always liked to say. And that was just a big thing because you do get comfortable. And at the time, like I said, I was so upset I did not want to leave and ultimately it's worked out for the best and I'm super excited for our new job to start. Basically, right now but yeah all in all, as far as the construction industry, specifically our job is really hard i've taken friends on tours i've showed family members what we do and they're always in awe. just. You have to deal with owners, you have to deal with engineers, you have to deal with subcontractors really and everyone from between and. there's a lot of differencing. I mean you could be dealing with an executive from Amazon and then you could be dealing with a 17 year old laborer who works for your concrete subcontractor so. it's very, very tough, but you have to be able to put on different hats and deal with different scenarios and really be accurate from pricing to design to actually building jobs. The cool thing about my company is we're a lot more than a construction company. We are a developer in commercial real estate, all facets, industrial, healthcare, multifamily, we do everything. So we'll develop the job, we'll design the job. We have an in-house architecture team, we'll build the job and then we'll sell it. And we also have a property management team. So it's really, really beneficial. And it's honestly a great experience to be able to see all sides of the spectrum from a construction project. It's way more than just building a building. And there's a lot of responsibilities and I really enjoy being able to consistently learn about the different aspects of the job and continually to grow. And I just think it's it's a really great experience.
1: Well, I think it's great that you have the opportunities for that growth. One of the phrases I like to say is magic happens outside of your comfort zone Right. and having a good enough manager that will set you up, that will get you to stretch a little bit, but know that it's, it's within your capabilities so you won't fail really hard, I think is a really good work environment to be a part of.
2: Yeah. And I think that could be tough. I know friends that have been stuck in a situation which... You ask them this question recall a challenging professional situation they could say i had a bad relationship with my manager my manager sucked my manager did not have pride in his work and did not believe in me that would be a tough situation as well and it, it would take a lot to get up leave that job speak up to your manager but ultimately i always tell people if you're not happy then move because i love my job and People get mad at me because I genuinely like working and I mean, I like it as much as you can, you know what I mean? You have to work until you retire and it's, if you're not doing something that you don't like, then you're going to have a miserable life, honestly. So that's, that's kind of my two cents on that.
1: I think that's a very good message for our listeners.
2: Yeah, definitely. So,
1: In closing, what advice would you impart to someone at the start of their career?
2: Yeah, so I kind of just hit on it, but I would just say that anyone who is starting their career is you really don't need to have it figured out. I luckily did. I got my first internship summer after sophomore year with Ryan Companies, my current company, so I've been there theoretically since 2015 when I graduated up, or when I graduated in 2018, but it's it's okay to not have it figured out. I mean, My girlfriend was a business major marketing. She's had three jobs and now she's in medical sales. But for the last four years, you know, would kind of get stressed out and not fully understand what she wanted to do. And I have tons of other friends that have been in the same boat, especially in college, because it's tough to be 18, 19, 20 year old college kid having to make a decision for the rest of your life when in reality, you don't need to have it figured out. That's kind of why i think a lot of people listening to this who are in the engineering college life you're in a great position because like i said earlier engineers can do anything I, I swear by that i know some of my classmates who are now in tech sales i know one of them who is in med school i know obviously engineers but your realm is so so huge you can do a lot and if any sort of employer looks at your resume and sees engineering degree boom it's like they know that you're smart they know you're a critical thinker they know you're a problem solver and they know that you got through four years of college engineering college so they know what you can do lastly i think a big thing obviously is money and how much money do you want to make in your career but in my opinion it's you have a long career right the money will come the money will go if you're an engineer, you'll most likely be making pretty good money throughout your life, but if you're making a lot of money and hate what you're doing, then that's not going to make you happy and I would take less money to do what I love. And like I said, actions speak louder than words because I know people who genuinely question me or like Vince, you seem crazy because I enjoy going to work. I like I said, I bring friends to work, I bring family to work, I show them what I do and Being able to do that, I honestly, it makes me just that much happier about my career decision and what I'm doing. So I hope that everyone in college doesn't think that they need it all figured out when they're 19 or 20, because I'm 27 and I still have another 35 or 40 years of my career. I could totally 180 and change, but it's all about what makes you happy. And honestly, just growing in your career and doing what makes you proud is probably my closing statement.
1: I think that was very good wisdom. And thank you very much for your time today and
0: joining the podcast.
2: Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it.
0: We'd like to thank today's guest for sharing their professional experience and career advice. We appreciate their insight and taking the time to share them with our audience. the listener. Thank you for joining us on this journey and exploring the ever-evolving world of engineering. We hope we've inspired you to pursue your dreams and ambitions. Let us know if there are topics or fields you'd like to hear more about. Until next time, we wish you the best of luck on your engineering journey.